All right, it's Vader time. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Bummer Slam after a very, very long hiatus, much longer than I said it was going to be because I'm a fool and I always make bad choices. That's just, that's rat girl for you. Wham and a bam, bam, bam. Some new things. Since we've been gone for so long, there's so many new things to talk about. First is that I'm bald now. That's the thing. I, I wanted to look like Stone Cold. Um, I don't look like Stone Cold, but I will only be referred to as Stone Cold Steve Rat from this point forward. So jot that one down, just something to, to remember. I did not bring hair into the new year, and that's the way life goes. And speaking of, it is a brand new year. Happy 2020. Happy first Bummer Slam of the new year and the new decade. That's rad. Um, there are going to be a few changes to the show going forward into the new year and into the show as a whole. Um, Bummer Slam has now moved from Tuesday to Friday. So if you listen to us, that's that's your life now. It's now illegal to listen to Bummer Slam on Tuesdays. So keep that in mind. Um, I will be policing this starting now. So if I catch you listening to this on a Tuesday, it's... It's going to be sweet chin music from here, daddy-o. Um, the next new thing is, as you can probably tell, it's just me on this episode today. That is something that I'm going to try to start doing more of. I'm going to start doing more episodes here and there uh, where it's just me because I think there are some things that I would like to talk about on this show that I don't think would mesh very well with the two-person discussion format. So... Just get ready for even more rat. Oops, all rat. That's me. Um, today, we are going to be talking about something that I've wanted to talk about for a while now since I started the show. And that is um, the first live wrestling show I ever went to. One of my favorite memories. Something that's so close to my heart and so special. I figure what's a better place to talk about it than my podcast. Also, it's my podcast. I'll talk about whatever I want. So here we go. Um, this wrestling show was on September 7th, 2002. I was seven years old, and it was in Rapid City, South Dakota. And this show uh, featured the Raw crew, all the people on the Raw roster, and I didn't know that until we showed up to the event, and <laughs> I kind of broke my own heart because I thought The Rock was going to be there. You guys all know that I was in love with The Rock when I was a kid, um, but he wrestled for SmackDown. So he wasn't going to be there, but you know, he probably wouldn't have been there anyway because it wasn't a televised show and he was such a big star that he probably didn't have to do the non-televised events and blah, 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 all that business stuff. Um, I'm not going to be talking about every match on the card at this event because <laughs> as I was looking at the card to do this episode, I realized that quite frankly, I do not remember every single match and... There are some wrestlers on the card that I straight up don't know at all. Like, I'm sure I did know them at the time, but, you know, I've gone through how many extra years of my life. I'm 24 now. That's not math I'm going to do. I've gone through more than half of my life with these people not in my life. Of course, I'm not going to fucking remember every single one. Um, but let's get started. We'll do the best we can to talk about all of them, to mention at least one thing about all of them. Um, except for, you know, the first four, because I'm looking at them right now and I'm like, who, <laughs> who the fuck is that? Okay, the first match was, uh, Spike Dudley versus Johnny Stamboli. 
Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I literally have no recollection of Johnny Stamboli. I'm sorry to say I do not know this man. He could walk down the street and I, I wouldn't know him. Um, Spike Dudley, of course, I knew the Dudley boys. They were big and popular when I was a kid. Um, but they were bad guys at the time. They were heels, so I did not like them. So this match really kind of didn't mean anything <laughs> to me. Um, which is good, you know, it's the first match, it's supposed to, like, set you up for the rest of the show, but also, it doesn't really matter as much as the ones that continue later on in the show, so, you know, it was whatever. Also, I was seven, so what the fuck was I gonna complain about? Um, moving on to the second match, this was Shelton Benjamin versus Just Incredible. Shelton Benjamin, I don't know her. Um, I don't know her, <laughs> I'm sorry to say. Just Incredible, I kind of remember but not super, super well. Um, well, Shelton Benjamin won. Oh, I didn't mention that in the last match. Spike Dudley won, which was like, boo, because they were heel at the time. Well, Spike won the first match. And now in the second match, Shelton Benjamin won. You know what? Good for him. He won He won at a house show in Rapid City, South Dakota in 2002. I'm very happy for him. Um, yeah, I don't know who that is. Maybe I should have looked him up before the show, but also, nah, uh, the third match. Okay, we're just gonna go right into the third match, which I don't remember, which is weird because it was kind of a crazy one. It was a triple threat tag title match. That's so much going on. So there were three, three different tag teams all fighting at once. That's kind of a lot. You know, I'm a fan of Royal Rumbles because of how crazy they get, but this one is a little, a little harder for me to follow because it's like, I never remember who is on which team. I just kind of cheer the ones that I like regardless of their team affiliations. Um, and this one, it was also a tag title match. So they were fighting for the tag title belts. But of course, it's not a televised show. So, you know, <laughs> there weren't going to be any um, title changes on a non-televised show. But anyway, this particular match, this triple threat tag title match was of Lance Storm and Christian. Love Christian, what a guy versus Goldust and JBL. That is a team. Those are the two most different people who have ever existed. JBL is like, I'm a cowboy. And Goldust is like, I'm a, a gold sexual man. What a choice. I don't remember that at all. That's crazy. Uh, okay. And the, uh, the third tag team was Chris Nowinski and William Regal. I kind of remember Chris Nowinski. He went to Harvard. Um, that was the thing about him, is that he went to Harvard. And William Regal does stuff here and there. I kind of remember him. Um, yeah, really crazy that I don't really remember this match at all. Because there are so many people there. And I know, like, all of them. But Lance Storm and Christian won. Good for them. Christian rules. What a guy. This is such a great episode, very exciting episode so far. Me not knowing anything about wrestling and choosing to talk about it anyway. Well, here we go into the fourth match that I still don't know shit about. Um, Steven Richards versus D'Lo Brown. I don't know who Steven Richards is, but he won. Cool. All right. Now we're going to start talking about stuff that I do remember, which was into the fifth match of the night. And this was an intercontinental title match of Rob Van Dam versus Chris Jericho. I remember this being my very favorite match on the card, and I think I would agree with that today, because this was like my favorite feud that was happening on TV at the time. I loved Rob Van Dam versus Chris Jericho. They just worked so well together. 
Um, I love both of these wrestlers to this day. I love Rob Van Dam, love Chris Jericho. But when I was seven, it was obviously a very different world. Um, Chris Jericho is someone who always stands out in my memory as someone I consistently hated through my entire childhood, like no matter what he did. I hated him so much. And when he came out at this show, I was like immediately on my feet when his music dropped and I was screaming at him. <laughs> screaming at him and he he took the mic and did a little promo whatever talking about what a what a toilet bowl rapid city was and i was just standing screaming you suck from the nosebleeds except for i was seven so it was more like you suck chris jericho i hate you chris jericho hope you hope you die chris jericho my dad thought that was the funniest thing in the world which i'm sure it was um, I'm also a big Rob Van Dam fan. I was a huge Rob Van Dam fan when I was a little kid. I had one of those little, like, you know, the rubberized toys. They kind of look like chew toys. And it looked like him. And I would, like, throw it down the stairs all the time and watch it bounce. Super fun. Love Rob Van Dam. Maximum throwing capabilities. Um, and this match was really fun. I had a lot at stake because I was such a big fan of Rob Van Dam. And I hated Chris Jericho so much. Um, and Rob Van Dam won, which was great because I got to see Chris Jericho get his ass kicked, which is always fun, even to this day. Go watch AEW. All right, and the sixth match. This was a Divas tag match featuring good old Stacey Keebler as referee. That's what I wrote in my notes. Good old Stacey Keebler. I'm sure she would love to be referred to as good old Stacey Keebler. Uh, well, she, <laughs> she was the referee. And the match was of Molly Holly and Victoria versus Trish Stratus and Jacqueline. I love Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus is a god. I loved her especially when I was a little kid because it was cool as hell as a tiny little gal to see all these badass ass-kicking gals tear it up. And Trish was the best. I was really excited about this match when we got there. Um... But of course, I would soon be disappointed because Molly Holly and Victoria won. You know, I even liked Victoria at the time, so it, it wasn't a great loss for me anyway. But I just wanted to see my girl Trish win. I can't believe I shared a, a space with Trish Stratus. That's amazing. Wow, that kind of made my day just now. All right, the seventh match. This was a no-DQ match. Big Show versus Tommy Dreamer. Wow, a no-DQ match. How fun. Um, Big Show, if you don't know who he is, is a great big fucking boy. He is 7 feet tall, 400 pounds. Um, he looks really big on TV, but he is a... Damn, he's a thick-ass boy in person. I, I remember this match very well. This is probably the one that I remember the most other than the, the Rob Van Dam, Chris Jericho one because it was a squash match. Um, Tommy Dreamer kind of had no chance against Big Show whatsoever. He was just kind of there to get his ass kicked. Um, I remember there was one point in the match where Big Show was just like slapping Tommy Dreamer across the chest with his big, huge Big Show hand. And I looked over at my dad and he was just like, Argh! just like screaming. It was visceral. It was crazy. You could hear it from the nosebleeds. Man, I love wrestling. <laughs> Big Show obviously won. Tommy Dreamer, like I said, didn't stand a chance in hell. Um, squash matches are kind of fun, though, when you see someone someone just get 
railed who's a bad guy i believe tommy dreamer was a heel at this time so it was cool to watch big show give him what he deserved all right and the eighth and final match of this event was a world title match of triple h versus bubba dudley oh man what a world where i cheer for triple h and boo bubba dudley but you know it was a very different time. My dad's favorite wrestler at the time was Triple H, so I was like, I mean, okay, <laughs> the Dudley boys are bad guys now, so I guess I gotta start liking Triple H. Um, and Triple H won, of course. It was a title match. They weren't gonna do a title change on a non-televised show. Triple H won, and, and that was that was good. It was good for my dad to see his dude win, so I was happy about that. I, I got Rob Van Dam to win. And, and my favorite match so it was good to see his favorite guy win <laughs> and after the show after all was said and done you know we had a great time after the show my dad felt bad that I didn't get to see the rock I was like really sad about it it kind of like affected my mood for the rest of the night so after the show he went to the merch table and got me this little stuffed blue bowl and it had an eyebrow raised and he was wearing a t-shirt that said, just bring it. And I think I still have it somewhere. I love that little thing. Have to unpack some boxes and see if it's in there. One of my one of my favorite memories of wrestling, one of my probably my favorite early memory of wrestling, and definitely one of my favorite memories with my dad. We just we had such a good time. Something that we could bond over that we didn't really have a lot of that when I was younger. And that's all I have for today. Um, it's a it's a little short mini episode, but you know, something to get us back into the the bummer slam groove. The very first bummer slam of the year. It's just gonna be bit bigger and better, and fucking bitchier. Other words that start with B. Bummer slam from here. It's bummer slamier. Bummer slamier for 2020. Um, before we go, I would like to take a quick moment to mention the photo that dark side of the ring tweeted the other day that teased the new season i don't know if you guys have seen this photo yet you simply must go follow dark side of the ring on twitter um at first i thought this photo was big boss man because it's just like some big boy in a cop outfit and then it clicked that it was mass transit and i yelled for real Oh my god, I cannot wait for this new season. I love wrestling. If you don't know who Mass Transit is, then you will, buddy. Get ready for it. I'm probably going to make an episode when they announce all of the episodes for the new season, just talking about them. Um, Because it's a podcast. (laughs) Next week, we're going to be talking to Joe Geis once again about Midwest All Pro Wrestling's Christmas Chaos show at the Icon Lounge. We talked about that a little bit before last episode we talked about Midwest All Pro. Um, I actually was not able to go to this event at all because I was back home for the holidays. So Joe will be filling me in about all the details of what happened, who won, titles lost, titles gained. So the tables are going to be turned. I'm going to be learning something on Bummer Slam. We, we love to see it. You love to see it for sure. Um, And after that, we are finally, finally going to be talking to Drake Zuschlag about the Killing of Bruiser Brody episode of Dark Side of the Ring. After like two months of scheduling difficulties and blizzards and holidays and other just bullshit, I'm very, very excited about this one. 
Um, and that's, that's honestly all I got for you today. Just wanted to give you a quick little episode, something to, something to tickle your ears, something to wrestle your ears. Ooh, that's, that's gross. I'm never gonna say that again. Um, but yeah, thanks once again for coming with me on this wrestling journey. I love Bummer Slam. Can't wait for the new year of bigger, better, more Bummer Slam. With that, wrestling's real, people are fake, whatever it takes. <laughs> That's so stupid.